Hello and welcome to Cavalcade of America from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The DuPont Company of Wilmington, Delaware, makers of better things for better living through chemistry, presents The Cavalcade of America, starring Robert Cummings and featuring Juan Hernandez. Uncle Yuri's Tonight's DuPont Cavalcade is called Uncle Yuri's Dollar. Juan Hernandez is Uncle Yuri. And to relate the story, our star, Robert Cummings, as Professor W.L. Buffington. Twice a day, his horse and buggy used to pass our house. Riding to school in the morning, returning in the afternoon. I waved to him, he waved back. Twice each day of my childhood. Sometimes he would stop to leave some turnips from his garden for my grandmother, or a few rutabagas or a flower. Sometimes he would stop to exchange a pleasantry or talk about South Carolina weather, or just smile a greeting. And then I would notice again how white were his teeth against the darkness of his skin. This is not my story. This is the story of Professor Yuri Simpkins, and he was a school teacher. I remember my first real meeting with him. I was crying bitterly because my brother had destroyed a sand pile I'd just finished building. Now, now, don't cry, little fella. We could build up that sand pile in two shakes of a lamb's tail, and, and better than it was before. I did it on purpose. I hate him. Oh, no, 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 you mustn't say that. He's your brother. I tell you, I hate him. Well, now, if you hate your brother, then your name must be Cain. It ain't Cain. Well, Cain was the one that, that hated his brother Abel and, and finally spilled his brother's blood on the ground. My name ain't Cain, I tell you. It's Willie Lee Buffington. Well, if your name is Willie Lee Buffington and not Cain, you'll build another sand pile and you'll stop thinking about spite work. But he did it on purpose. No, 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 I don't believe that. But even if he did... You going to spend your life nursing a grudge against your brother? Hmm? Are you? I guess not. Of course not, of course not. All right, now, now let's build a new sand pile. Come on, Willie. Be a man, son. There have been many people in my life who spoke good words to me. Some of the words I remembered and some I forgot. 
But the words of Professor Yuri Simpkins, they were words I didn't forget. A white boy and an old colored man in the backwoods of South Carolina. Strange? No, I don't think so. In the South, it happens often. At least once a month during the young years of my schooling, Uncle Yuri, as I began to call him, would come by and say a word to keep up my courage. Willie, Willie, school is important. School and books. Because the only, the only power and mastery that grows in a man, that comes from knowledge. I had an urge for books which Uncle Yuri understood. I wasn't a white boy. I wasn't a colored boy. I was just boy, hungry for truth. And it was Uncle Yuri who fed me. Willie, Willie, I've brought you John Bunyan's Pilgrim's Progress. Oh, that sounds like another hard one, Uncle Yuri. Well, but part of growing up, son, is to learn to choose the hard way instead of the easy way. <laughs> the way you say it, there ain't going to be much fun in this book. <laughs> There's all kinds of fun. Now, now, you be quiet a minute, and I'll read the beginning to you. Yes, sir. As I walked through the wilderness of this world, I dreamed a dream. And behold, I saw a man clothed with rags, a book in his hand, and a great burden on his back. I looked, and I saw him open the book and, and read therein. And as he read, he wept. Ain't you going to read on, Uncle Yuri? I've read this so many times, and, and, and only just now did I realize that it's, it's all about me. Because there's a book in your own hand and, and a burden on your own back? Hmm. You, you're not a little boy anymore, are you? Oh, Pa's been saying I can work in the cotton patch as good as any grown man. No, 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 Willie. Now, wait a minute. Now, work, that's, that's fine. But for a boy like you, books come first. Willie, now, this is your time for learning, your good time. Don't lose it. I won't. And don't be too sure. Things are against you. Your pa has seven mouths to feed. That's against you. The cotton patch is against you. The boll weevil being poor. Boy, my boy. Th th these things pull you from the school. They, they send you out into the field where you waste your learning years. I've seen it happen before so many times. So many times. I ain't never gonna quit studying, Uncle Yuri. Fine. Fine. That's a deep promise. Now, say it again. Solemnly. I ain't never gonna quit studying. Yeah. I'll remember that. Now, now you take whatever you can from this book and keep the pages clean so that I can pass it on to another boy. Goodbye now. I made a solemn promise to Uncle Yuri, not knowing how hard it would be to keep, because there were bad times... And just as he had foreseen, I had to quit school for the sake of my brothers and sisters and work in the cotton patch. It hurt Pa to take me out of school, and then it hurt him a lot worse when bad weather and the bull weevil blasted our cotton so that he lost his farm. Well, there's nothing to do now but to find this work in the sawmill. I've spoken to a man who knows the foreman. They'll take us both on. Anything you say, Pa. You ought to hate me for this. It ain't your fault. I think I'll go over to Uncle Yuri's place and take back a book, I own. So Pa and I worked in the sawmill for five years. 
Looking back now, I don't feel sorry for myself because a boy learns things when he's working about himself and about people, things you don't always learn out of books. And so during those five years, the sawmill was also my teacher, teaching me patience. Well, did you check that lumber? Where's the water? Get a move, old boy. Why don't they quit yelling at you? They ain't fit to carry your water pail. Oh, they ain't so bad, Pa. I, I kind of like some of them. You're getting to sound like you're resigned, Willie. I don't want you to sound resigned. You belong at school, do you hear? You belong in high school. Well, kids go to high school, not grown men like me. Think so. There's a work school down in Georgia. They'd take you, I ask. Well, we'll, we'll talk about it tonight, Pa, after work. Now. No, we'll talk about it right now. Willie Buffington, I want you to go down to that school in Georgia, and you're going. I made application at the Berry School in Mount Berry, Georgia. It was a work school where a poor boy could do odd jobs around the campus and, and, and make enough to pay his way. The first chance I got, I went over to see Uncle Yuri to tell him about my application. I'll pray every day that they take you. They've just got to take you. Uh, yeah, but uh, even if they do, well, uh, Uncle Yuri, is it right to go to school at my age? Am, am I doing the right thing, you think? By my family, by my brothers and sisters. Is it the right thing for me to, to stop working? Is it the right thing, the best thing, and the only thing? Years ago, I gave you Pilgrim's Progress to read. You remember how it ends? I guess so, in a general sort of way. Well, I remember every word. I remember how hope was admitted to the city of heaven, but they took ignorance and bound him, hand and foot. You remember? The words are, Then I saw that there was a way to hell, even from the gates of heaven. Willie, if I've learned one thing in my whole life, it's that ignorance is the way to hell. The hell that, that, that has no hope. The hell that is only darkness. <laughs> All right, Uncle Yuri. I, I see what you mean, but, but, but what do you want me to do? No matter how old you are, I want you to go to high school. I want you to go to college. I want you to go to divinity school. I want to see you a minister of the gospel. <laughs> that's wanting an awful lot. Well, that's the good thing about wanting. There's no limit to it. Now, let's go inside and, and eat some pecans. Sometime in October of 1925, I was informed that my application had been accepted by the Barry School. And on the morning of November 11th, I arrived. I was ready for work and to attend class, and I received my first high school assignment. All right, Buffington, see if you can clean out this storm sewer. It's choked with roots. I think it was just before Christmas that I received a letter from Uncle Yuri. Mister, you going to high school? Uh, uh-huh. Hey, you dropped something. What? Well, you must be mistaken. No, I fell from the letter you opened. A dollar bill. Here. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Some people are sure lucky. A relative? Well, I call him Uncle Yuri, but he's, uh, he's not really a relative. Well, what difference does it make, so long as he's rich? Uncle Yuri earns $40 a month as a school teacher. $40, huh? Well, see you later, mister. What? Oh, yeah, see you later. Dear Willie, I am sending you this 
dollar so that you can buy the little things you would need for your schooling. Pen points, a blotter, a bottle of ink, at least two pencils, some writing paper, a ruler, things like that. Don't write to thank me because I'm really a selfish person. I'm doing this not for you, but for my own happiness and pleasure. I pray for you every night. I pray that you will work hard and realize all the things that are in you. He wrote to me every month. And every month his letter enclosed a dollar bill. Uncle Yuri's dollars helped keep me in high school for more than a year. And then I, I was forced to come home again and go back to work. I found a job in a cotton mill. I got married. I tried to forget the world of study that had passed me by until one day, Uncle Yuri invited me to the dedication of a schoolhouse in the Plum Branch District. I want to welcome all our friends, both colored and white. This schoolhouse is the answer to many, many prayers through many years. If you go around with me, you'll see that there's not just one room. It's got three rooms. There are new desks and new chairs. These fine blackboards which you see A good school. Friends, brothers and sisters... Look around. This is our place of learning. Son, is, is there something wrong? Why, no, no, it's a... Uh, it's a fine school, Uncle Yuri. Your pupils are going to be very happy here. Yes, yes, but you're not telling me the truth, son. You're troubled about something. Of course I'm troubled. All these new bookshelves... Where are the books, Uncle Yuri? Well, everything comes to him who waits. And so I've heard. The books will come. Yeah, but how? I, I don't know, but, but I have faith. Well, from the where? books will come. From where, from whom? The Lord will provide. Well, when? How, how long will you wait? I have time. Oh, Uncle Yuri, how can you be so patient? It, it just ain't human. Oh, Willie Buffington, a long while ago, I learned how to measure time. The books will come. Continue the DuPont Cavalcade of America, starring Robert Cummings as Professor Buffington, with Juana Hernandez as Uncle Yuri. Uncle Yuri's dollar. I I went home that day. I went home to my wife. I, I ate, I talked, I walked, I slept. But the memory of empty bookshelves at a new schoolhouse burned a hole in my mind. The memory of Uncle Yuri's dollar became an intolerable burden upon my soul. I put my hand in my pocket, and all I had was one dime. One thin dime. In those days, you could send a letter for a two-cent stamp. And so to repay Uncle Yuri's dollar, I spent my last dime on five two-cent stamps and went home to write five letters. Willie, 
Willie suffers, Wade. Uh, yes, Clara, I'll be finished a few seconds. Do you really think anything will come of those letters? Well, Uncle Yuri has faith. We can have faith. I suppose. Food's getting cold. Uh, Clara, listen, mm-hmm. I, I, I've told them about the school and about Uncle Yuri. Now, now listen to this. My weekly wages at the mill are meager, but I'm investing a dime for five two-cent stamps to appeal to you and four others to send a book suitable for a rural Negro school in South Carolina. Now, if you can spare a book, then would you please let me hear from you and enclose a two-cent stamp so I can appeal to someone else. That sounds pretty good. Oh, Clara, supper will have to wait. I just won't be able to eat until I mail these letters. Look again. Maybe it's at the bottom of your mail pouch. It ain't anywhere in the mail pouch. Well, could you sort of take a second look? A second look, Miss Buffington. It ain't here. You could have overlooked it, you know. I could have, but I didn't. I don't see why you have to be so unobliging. I ain't unobliging. I'm just exasperated. This year, the United States mail. If a book comes for you, you'll get it. You're sure? That burning if the government can trust me to carry the mail, so can you. Mrs. Buffington, you and your husband are getting to be downright foolish about this thing. Clara. What? Clara, a letter from New York City. An airmail letter. We finally got an answer. Oh, Willie, how wonderful. Who is it from? Uh, from Dr. L.H. King, pastor of the St. Mark's Methodist Church. Here. Let me see it, Willie. Received your letter. Since I have pastored in Georgia, I know the situation you described have appealed to my congregation to help. Books are coming in. You'll hear from us later. Oh, Willie, how wonderful. How very wonderful. Come on, we've got to tell Uncle Yuri. In the year 1931, I saw a miracle in South Carolina. There arrived in the town of Edgefield at the freight depot barrels and boxes containing books fiction, non-fiction, textbooks, books for children, hundreds of books for the colored children of Uncle Yuri's school, a gift from the white people of a New York City church. Uncle Yuri fell to his knees and praised him from whom all blessings flow, and he called a special meeting in the Negro Baptist Church. My brothers, my, my good sisters, this is the day which the Lord hath prepared for us. Here, here is the evidence and the testimony of it, piled high on the altar rail, these books. This good nourishment for growing minds, this reservoir of of knowledge and intelligence for our children, that they may be taken out of the narrowness of ignorance and, and, and given wisdom to build their hope. I... I will call now on my dear friend, Willie Lee Buffington, but before I do so, I, I ask the choir to sing. I could read hope. In every face I saw eagerness for learning. 
that day they they wore their hearts upon their faces. And I tried to speak my heart to them. I told them about Uncle Yuri's dollar. I said to them, these books are now yours. To serve the school, to serve the community, to bring God's world and all its riches into the focus of your own lives. Brothers and sisters, we, we are embarrassed by our riches. The school has shelves for just a few dozen books, but well, here are books in the thousands. What, what shall we do? Does anyone have a suggestion? Uh, Professor Simkin. Deacon Logan. How would it be to build a log building on a school ground? A log building library? Where would we get the logs and the lumber? Well, there's some pine trees on the school ground. We can cut those down. Ain't enough of those. Well, uh, I own a piece of land, and I pledge two saw-sized pines. Thank you, thank you, Deacon. Who else will pledge a tree? All right. One tree here. Good, thank you. Add my name, Professor. Thank you. Mr. Emma Meese. Fine, Thank you. They cut the logs and they hauled them. They sawed them into boards for flooring and ceiling and shelving, and they set the wood to season. And while the wood was cured, men and women gathered stone and laid a foundation for a library. And then they came to me. Sister Emma Mason, Uncle Yuri, Deacon Logan. Uh, if you have no objection, sir, we'd like to call it Buffington Library. What? That would please us all a great deal. Oh, no, no. It's... Cain rose up and slew his brother. The Lord called out in anger, and Cain answered, Am I my brother's keeper? Let us be careful not ever to be our brother's keeper. Let us live and work to be our brother's brother. Faith Cabin Library, we dedicate you today with all your rustic beauty and the rich store of knowledge to the glory of God and the uplift of mankind. May your influence spread far beyond these four walls and help youth and adults to grow and to develop into better men and women of greater usefulness and better citizens. Let us say amen. to tell you my story. I have wanted only to tell you of Uncle Yuri's dollar and how it came to be repaid. But it belongs to that story to add that I completed my high school education when I was 26 years old and that I went on to college and to divinity school and that Professor Yuri Simpkins lived to see me take my degree and go to Payne College in Augusta, Georgia to become a professor of sociology. And now... At Payne College in Augusta, Georgia, almost every single day of the week, something like this takes place. Professor Buffington, there's a shipment of books outside. Oh, uh, will you take them to the storage shed, please? I sure will. Tell me, sir, aren't the books never going to stop coming? <laughs> they mustn't ever stop. Because now there are over 60 faith cabin libraries throughout the states of South Carolina and Georgia, 
and there are many empty shelves where there should be books. But this is my work now, my whole life, to build a library for every Negro rural school that has no library, to acquire these books from my good friends in every state of the Union. We need thousands of books, for this is how we build our country, how we develop our human resources, and this is how I make my payment to mankind for Uncle Yuri's dollar. to Robert Cummings and Ronald Hernandez and our cavalcade players for tonight's true story. Next week, our star is John Lund in The Statler Story. This is the exciting true story of the realization of a young boy's dream. We invite you to listen. Tonight's DuPont Cavalcade was written by Morton Wishingrad. Music was composed by Arden Cornwell and conducted by Donald Boris. The program was directed by John Zoller. This is Cy Harris speaking. Don't forget next week, John Lund. The DuPont Cavalcade of America comes to you from the Velasco Theater in New York and is sponsored by the DuPont Company of Wilmington, Delaware, makers of better things for better living through chemistry.